Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. I'm your host, Marlo. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup and getting some guests on here because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we are keeping this PMU unfiltered. Hey guys, welcome back. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a successful room. How can you be a successful artist with a proper room setup so you can work at your maximum potential? Because PMU is stressful enough. So here are some tips, tricks, and equipment that you'll need for your room. Hey guys, welcome back. Marlo here at PMU Unfiltered. I would like to just start this episode off by giving a shout out to Janie Beauty over in Sweden for motivating me to get back on the mic. Um, Yeah, it's hard to find time sometimes, but it's really motivating to know that someone out there is listening. So hit a girl up, find me, DM me, email me. I'd love to hear your stories. I'm happy to answer any questions. That's PMUUnfiltered at gmail.com. And yeah, Janie Beauty, again, thank you so much. It's just nice to know that um, someone's out there listening besides my mom. You know what I mean? So yeah, today's episode, we're going to be talking about a successful room setup. What makes our job easier and also relaxes the client? This is a, a marriage between a successful permanent makeup business and as well as producing good results, which is the key, right? I always like to start off by thinking about what it's like to be in the client's shoes. Have you ever gone into a nail salon and just looked around and said, "Mm, ew, you know what I mean? That's the last thing you want your client to feel when they walk into your space. So, you know, I, I know a lot of us are really beauty girls and we understand aesthetic and beauty, but have your room reflect that sense of calmness and you know, security of cleanliness. It really is important. I mean, not only is it important for hygiene and sanitation, but it's important to ease your client. And when your client's a little bit more relaxed, I rest assured your results will be a little bit better because you won't have that energy penetrating your field. Um, But the literally, what do we need for a successful room? We need a bed. We need a massage bed. We need the client laying down. I know some of the people use those um, those reclining, like threading chairs. Hey, if you like it, cool. Um, I know a lot of successful artists that find those to be great. Definitely good for um, tighter spaces. Take a look at Jenny Boyd Inc. Take a look at her website or her Instagram or whatever, and um, she's she uses those like reclining chairs that are, I see a lot in like threading studios. I prefer a bed. I prefer my clients to be laying down. I don't feel like the chair has enough stability for me. I like to lock my elbow down sometimes on the the corner of the bed. So I get um, a little bit more stabilization. So that's mean, but either way, you need a place for your client to sit. Laying down across a couch in your living room is really not appropriate. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we've all done it for our first, you know, 
best friend clients that are just like, I'll do it, try, but it's not really appropriate for paying clients. So have a proper bed set up. And I also recommend um, making the bed look beautiful and inviting. Um, Sometimes I like to layer multiple style like yoga mats and I'll put like a cute little sheet over it. Some of the massage beds have, like if you go on Amazon, they have these like bungee totally like over the over the bed and over the leg um, massage bed covers. They're really nice looking. I definitely recommend getting that so you don't have those like wood legs exposed that look like, I mean, kind of cheap. So yeah, if you layer a ton of like blankets or like um, yoga mats or like foam under it and then you use that elastic like massage bed cover over it, it's pretty nice and c- comfortable enough for the client. And then if you want to like totally maximize on client comfort, you can get one of those under the knee like uh, rolls for like a little knee support. It kind of alleviates a little pain in the back for the client too. So you've got the massage bed. We need a place for the client to lay down for us to work, of course. Then our workstation. I prefer a rolling workstation. I do move from different sides of the bed and I like my um, essentially like work table to come with me. Um, I like it when it's clean and everything is sanitized on it. Um, Obviously, we can't have anything that's uncovered sitting on our table. We need hygiene. We need sanitation. We need to follow those regulations. I know some people are you know, underground and doing it on the, on the DL a little bit, it, it, please cover your shit. You need to cover your materials and use the, um, the medical coverage there. Again, everything's so easy to get on Amazon, at least here in New York and most of the U S um, yeah, get your sanitation materials, cover everything in your, your table. So when you're done with your table, you're not transferring bloodborne pathogens to your next client and to you. Um, great. So we have our massage bed, maybe a little extras to like judge it up a little bit. And then we've got our rolling work table that comes with us as we're rolling around the client. I don't like swinging across the room to go, you know, pick up another material from my table. So I prefer my table to roll with me. Um, then we have the rolling stool. You're going to need a rolling stool. If you're on a chair and you're working on your client and then you're you're hopping around, you're touching the chair and you're, you, you know, again, we just have to be mindful of sanitation, but not only are we touching the chair, but it's not comfortable for us. We're constantly readjusting for almost every stroke or every angle that we're trying to get the needle incorrectly into the skin because, you know, this is important. It's the client's face please. Oh, for the love of God, we have to remember it's their face. No experimenting. So I really like my rolling stool. My last and must most necessity in the studio is lighting. If the lighting is hard for you to see, time to get a new light. If your overhead lights are just not cutting it and when you lean over onto your client, it's casting a shadow and you cannot see I suggest either getting some type of headlamp situation. Yep, you're going to look like a coal miner. Uh, you know what? I take that back. Let's call it goal miner. <laughs> Get it? Like goals, like hashtag, like brow goals. God, I'm so weird. Anyway, so yeah, you can get a headlamp, which is like totally cool. I mean, I prefer 
my holy grail lighting is the ring light. I definitely think this is far superior to the glam core. I like the ring. I think it takes dope before pictures and dope after pictures. I like that um, it circularly highlights the whole face and it just takes my head a small adjustment for that light to hit the face. So ring light, hell yeah. Um, I think I got the newer and E-E-W-E-R on Amazon. It's the best. It's like maybe 89 bucks. And then if you get a few like miscellaneous like upgrade attachments, I think it's like 120. Um, again, I prefer that over the glam core. Glam core is, uh, I don't know. I find it to be a little too cool and I don't like the arms. I, I just prefer the ring light and I like the reflection of the ring in the eye. I think I feel like it makes it makes my clients really pretty. So yeah, those are your workspace essentials. You cannot function as a permanent makeup artist without a successful room. So we've got the bed. We've got a little cushy cushy for the client, you know, keep them satisfied. It's a long service sometimes. And then we've got the rolling school stool. We've got our rolling work tray and we've got lighting. All right. Now, just to like the little like fun stuff. What else do we need? We need the room to be effing spotless, ladies. Not a hair on the floor. No drop pigment. If you drop pigment from yesterday, get on your hands and knees and clean it up. Dirty baseboards. Hell no. Your room needs to be spotless. You're performing a luxury service to your clients. You need to let them know that they are in good hands. You know, I don't give my clients the mirror till I'm done, which is like honestly kind of cruel, but I really just love that genuine before and after reaction. So you want them to know you're in good hands from start to finish. Um... Yeah, so keeping the room clean. Some people like a lot of like tchotchkes and stuff out. To me, I think that's just more to dust. Um, I prefer more minimal decor. That's me. Hey, hey, going back to my Sweden girl over there. I'm sure it's very popular over in um, Sweden and other more minimalistic-minded cultures to have really clean white spaces. I, I love this as well. Um, less is more for me. I don't like a lot of tchotchkes out. I don't like, you know, I like things away and I like them away and organized because sometimes I have to go into my cabinet and open it in front of my client. It cannot be this explosion of things that are falling out of the cabinet. Inside is just as clean as my outside table and workspace. Um, and it also helps us understand what our um, our stock is. What more do we need? Do You know, what are we missing? And pigments that we've used up and are we running out of gloves so the more organized you are the easier life is going to be and um yeah so generally speaking just keep things clean and organized and I like more minimal decor yeah sure like hang a picture up with a beauty quote on it make sure the walls are clean you know paint the walls make them look beautiful and clean and um if your sheets need to be washed watch your sheets every day and generally speaking, a successful room will create successful work, which will in turn create a successful business. Guys, remember, this does not happen overnight. It takes hard work. It doesn't take buying Instagram followers. 
and, you know, trolling other people's accounts and giving other like people in the industry bad reviews. I mean, I hope no one's that vindictive shit, but focus on yourself, focus on your own growth and it will come, it will come together. You know, even if you're like doing it at home and you're kind of just in those beginning stages of getting all those scrolling away, those photos and building up your Instagram, do it right, man. Like get that massage bed, pop it up in your living room, make it beautiful, have the music playing, have a candle burning in the background, set up your light, be ready for your client when they arrive. And um, yeah, just mindfulness. We have to think of ourselves like clients. Think of every doctor office, every nail salon, every hair salon you've ever walked into where you knew from walking in that door, you were in good hands. Reflect that in your own business as well, and I promise you will be successful. The reviews will come, the recommendations will come, good word will spread, and your work will be tight too. Um, Yeah, so that's what I have for you guys today. As always, I love a little motivation. I like knowing that you're listening, so come through. Email me at pmuunfiltered at gmail.com. I'm your host, Marlo. I'm here for you. I want to hear what's going on. What are you up to across the world, around the corner? What is up in this industry? Keep me in the loop. Um, That's what I've got for you guys today. Let's support each other, build each other up, not knock each other down. And uh, Godspeed out there and do some good work today. Bye, guys.